Hey there, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Denise Lee, and I'm a coach, speaker, and advisor dedicated to help you grow and transform not just your business, but your life. And today, we're going to be talking about how to deal with anger. Have you ever had that burning, raging anger as soon as a thought or a person or some situation popped up and you are boiling anger. And it doesn't matter how many times you try to breathe or take a walk or just do something, it just feels as if the anger has a mind of itself and slashes and burns everything and everyone that's in its path. And if that is the case, listen to today's episode because we're going to really talk about how to deal with that anger in a healthy and constructive way. So if you have dealt with anxiety and anger and all those emotions that keep you locked, trapped in anger, then this is going to be a breakthrough message. All right. And you're going to get all of those tips coming to you after this short break. Hey, 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 and we're back. I am so glad that you are choosing to spend your time with me. I'm giving you a big old electronic fist bump. Boom! <laughs> if this is your first, first time listening, make sure you hit the subscribe or follow button. So as soon as I drop a new episode, you'll be able to listen it lickety split. And sharing is caring, homies. If you love this episode, if you love this podcast, just share it with someone else. That way we can amplify this message. And that way we can be able to give you more of what you want with more power and punch and positivity. You get it? It's a triple three. <laughs> if you would love to do me a big favor, write a review, or if you want to give yourself some free PR, make sure that you drop a voicemail message to me check out the comment section in the show notes below there's a link for you to send me a message anchor.fm slash denise g lee please include your name your hometown and what you've been enjoying or what you want to hear more of i'd love to hear from you and lastly please consider writing a review that way i know what you want and i can give you more of it Okay. And if you want to get in contact with me or just interested about me in general, check out the show notes below. There is a my link to my website, info.denisegeely.com slash connect, where you can hop on my mailing list. And I drop very positive and a very heartfelt messages once a week to my email subscribers. I want you to be on that list too. So you can hear from me in a different and a very heartfelt way in written form. Also, you can join my Marco Polo Sharecast where I make videos and short little clips on everything from relationships to love and just everything to help you succeed. And lastly, you can also learn more about me by visiting my website, denisegeely.com, read my articles, find out about some of my offerings and all other sorts of things that may be of interest to you. So check that out. But before I get into this idea of anger, I just wanted to have a little nerd psychological talk with you about this. Because for a lot of us, like we understand that anger is not a good thing. But at the same time, we kind of praise it in society. We like people who are activists. We like people who are raging against the system and fighting for change and always wanting to be on the move and doing stuff. And while it is laudable to some extent that people aren't going to be sitting by the sidelines and just 
seeing things deteriorate or justice, whatever that means, being enacted and all this other stuff. It's this idea of what happens to our body. What happens to us psychologically if we're constantly full of stress and constantly full of rage? And I want to just kind of explain that before I go into some of my tips, because for a lot of us, we know it's a bad thing to be constantly full of stress and rage, but we don't really understand the connection to our our bodies. You know, I was thinking about one particular client that I've been working with, and she's an older woman, and she has had numerous, numerous operations for various parts of her body and it's literally just breaking down due to her work. She was in a hospitality industry for many years carrying very heavy things and on top of that she was responsible for caretaking her family members and just all sorts of things and the stress was literally breaking her body down in order for her to reclaim her joy reclaim her passion reclaim who she is to rejuvenate it was understanding how damaging the stress is so when our bodies this is the way our bodies work and I want to explain this our body we all know that we have a nervous system, right? We have so many different types of systems in our body. One of the things is our nervous system, and we all know about nerves. And basically, when we are exposed to something that causes us fear or anxiety or worry or irritation or something where we feel threatened, either physically and mentally, emotionally, our body sends a message, signals through our nerves to the control center that is our brain and says, help, what do we do? And you know what our body says in response? Activate the sympathetic nerve system, part of your system that regulates fight or flight or freeze or flop or fail. I I talk a lot this more in my one-on-one sessions about how our body reacts to stress on a deeper level, but this is just the bird's eye view. Anyway, when our body activates, it releases chemicals various chemicals and one of them is cortisol okay you might have heard cortisol the stress hormone okay releases testosterone that it activates our strength but while it makes us super powered and strong to lift up cars and push boulders over or whatever we need to do too much cortisol that's in our body releases lactic acid that lactic acid literally removes all the myelin sheath that covers our nerves and it makes us exposed and it makes the nerves exposed and it as a result it makes us have reduced immune response and our bodies are literally getting sick by the release of these stress hormones and over time it just breaks your body down and I've met so many people who've had so many so much pains, inflammatory disease pains, because of the result of being under constant stress, constant alert, constant chaos. And it's generational. You may have heard of the Auschwitz uh, factor. And let me explain what that is, or the Auschwitz effect, rather. It's People who have their grandmother, their great-grandmother that was in a concentration camp or some type of very disastrous situation. 
they pass on all those feelings onto their kids and then their grandkids. Same thing happens for the Chinese people who are as part of the Cultural Revolution about Mao Zedong and all that stuff where there was their famine and there was poverty and there was disease and there was sickness and the misery was explained from the grandparents to the parents to the kids and that poverty mindset that you may have heard of it's real because it comes from generation after generation of the inability to cope or deal with stressful things in a in an appropriate manner. So part of the reason why all of us say, well, my mom did this or my grandfather did this or this is the way I've always known it to be. It's legit. You may have literally have been exposed to that type of behavior over and over and over again and may have thought it was normal. Okay. And I want to let you know that while it's normal for you to replicate the things, for example, that you observe from your family, it's not healthy. So give yourself some pause to think about, am I doing things because I think it's the right thing to do? Or I'm more or less doing the same playbook, working out the same playbook that I saw from my mother or my father or whoever in my life. Because oftentimes they were handicapped because of the failure to seek help or maybe there weren't help or perhaps there was a lot of stigma against mental health and I find this really funny because if you have a cold right or you got the flu or you you bumped and slipped and you broke a bone or whatever no one would think any differently of you or bad of you if you went to see a doctor right of course not because you have a medical need that needs to be treated but the same thing goes for your mental health If you have a prolonged depression or you observe trauma or you saw something that was just so out of whack, if we don't process those feelings through talking about it, right, through some type of mental health therapy or wellness program, it literally sickens our body to the point where we cannot even be able to understand our reality or be able to relate with others without feeling aggressive or feeling irritated or feeling upset. And I was thinking about talking with another client the other day and She was telling me about her childhood and and things that she experienced when she was growing up. And one of the things that she said was, my father was absent. He wasn't really there. He was very busy. And I didn't really have the opportunity to talk with him. And the rare times I did, he never really dealt with me. He kind of just dismissed my feelings. And that really saddened me. That really saddened me on a lot of levels because... What happens is if we go to our parents, which is supposed to be our support system, supposed to be the people that we can confide in, we can be honest, and it doesn't feel safe for us to talk about our feelings, we will end up feeling rejected because our parents rejected our painful feelings. And as a result of that feeling of rejection, we feel as if we can't process it. We, we we can't because it's not going to be dealt with. So we go up into our head and become controlling and angry because we're unable to face the deep unresolved pain. So when I think about anger, there is so much 
pain behind the anger. It could be disappointment. It could be hurt. It could be sadness. It could be confusion. It could be depression. It could be anxiety. So many people I've talked with over the years to say, I have ADD. I have ADD. I can't focus. Well, the reality is the anxiety is so overwhelming. They can't even put their mind on anything. And the result of the anxiety can also create the anger. So a lot of these feelings of anger, anger is such a very complex, very multifaceted approach. And so oftentimes when I hear people say, well, I'm going to take a walk or I'll journal or I'll do some exercises. And for sure, we get those beautiful dopamine hits or serotonin to kind of calm us down, to feel us, to make us feel less anger or less anxiety. But have we noticed that sometimes it just feels as if it's coming back over and over and over again. It feels as if someone's hammering away at any good thing that we're trying to create. And it's because, my dear, we haven't dealt with the root issues of the feelings. And it may be fearful because you may not even know what's behind door number three of what things have gone in your life. Okay. But this is, this is why it's so important to deal with these trauma issues with a professional that understands who you are and not just spinning the wheel and going to any random person out of the phone book or where you saw on the web. You have to go with people who actually understand what they're talking about. And I talk a lot about this a little bit in Amazing Attitude, but this is more and more a one-on-one type situation. And if you're interested in learning about how you can work through those issues and you're in- in curious about how, how I work with clients, please check my website out, denisegeely.com. Go to courses and check out my royalty program. It's my six-month program. You can check that out. Or you can also inquire about that in the info.denisegeely.com slash connect button and contact me and learn more about it. But I will say this about trauma because it's something that it's just so important to understand because once you understand that the anger is really hiding over the trauma it's going to be a total game changer in not just how you work but how you live your relationships with your friends your family your lover all that stuff it's going to be a total game changer so I just want to say this briefly about trauma and just kind of transition talk more about this anger issue with you is this if you haven't healed from your trauma Every time you think about a negative event from your past, your body produces the exact same chemicals. Remember I was telling you about earlier the cortisol, right? And your body as when it happened, when it really, the incident of the initial trauma, okay? Where you're hurt or disappointed or left behind or confused or afraid or something bad happened. That's, your body releases those same chemicals. And this means that you relive the experience hundreds of times because you haven't let it go. And the key to this is to remove the pain by unlocking either the feelings and or the thoughts of the trauma. Okay. And for a lot of us, people go, I, I don't want to, I don't, it, the past is the past. Why do I have to deal with the past? Well, because baby, the past is still ruling your life right now. And I know oftentimes people just want to focus on voting, mitigating or denying it, but not addressing it. And as I said earlier, walks and reading and watching watching positive videos or content there it's all good but it's a surface level solution every time you try to smother it away or create distance to that pain via time your mind has not 
you see, our minds are desperately wanting to resolve the issue. You know, Carl Jung once said that your subconscious will try to make those thoughts conscious and you'll think it was somehow fate. But in reality is you were manifesting what your subconscious was trying to tell you, okay? And that's why you may go deeper into rumination and contemplation and repeating it because your brain is cycling through the exact same pain over and over again. Every time it gets triggered by a sound, a shape, a smell, a memory, you could be sitting there. I remember the other day I was having some time alone reading a book and all of a sudden I had a flashback on certain things that were happening to me like 25 years ago. Some neuron got triggered by looking at some type of word and simultaneously a smell happened. I don't know what happened, but I was right there. Have you ever been time traveling right back to the past <laughs> at the exact same moment by something triggering you well that's how our subconscious works it'll keep repeating the same thing over and over and thinking it's somehow fate but it's really our subconscious is desperately trying to make our thoughts conscious and that's why we have to understand what's really going on behind the issue of the anger okay think of it this way if you have a physical pain it's a signal that something is wrong. And while I may using pain relieving cream or muscle rub or heck, even pain pills may help, the root issue remains. And you need to change how you use that body part or change your behavior to eliminate the pain. And the same goes for the mind. Our mind is desperately trying to work out the knots and the kinks and the gaps and all that. So I don't want you to sit here and say to me, well, I may know that it's a problem, but it's not big of a problem. Look, I'm just going to have real confession time with you, okay? Because I, I just want to just bring it home. For the longest time, I didn't really have a lot of close friends. Because as soon as people would try to connect with me, I would create distance. Or I would somehow just create fights. Or I would hook up with people who were just as emotionally crippled as I was. And I couldn't build anything up substance. And I think about my jobs. I think about all the jobs I had, you know, prior to what I'm doing now. And it was always built on chaos and anxiety and frustration and confusion and hair on fire. <laughs> There's so many things that were going on that... I had to be honest, I was creating my own disasters. And the reason why I was creating my own disasters was because I was desperately trying to recreate and resolve all the past drama of my, my life. And I didn't know how to deal with it in a healthy way. And my only solution was to keep spinning wheels and to keep feeling as if I was powerless. And these things were just happening to me. And the reality was I was making them happen because my subconscious was trying to find a remedy. This is how our brains work. Our brains are desperately trying to hit the rewind button again and again. It's like imagine you got a VHS and you hit the rewind tape over and over and over again. And every time you keep going back, the same scene remains. So you're thinking that, well, if I stay in the past, locked in the past, then I don't have to move forward. And the reality is, if you want to move forward in your life, you're going to have to resolve, make peace with your past 
so that you can have a good future. And part of the reason that I do this work is because I have seen myself and I've seen so many of the clients over the years feel empowered by knowing that, well, they may not have resolved the past, they can understand it. So I have some questions that may help you understand the the feelings behind the anger. Because for a lot of us, we're feeling rage because we don't understand it, okay? And once we understand why we feel the anger, then we can start to make peace with it, okay? So here's some questions that you may be thinking about as you think about your anger, okay? And typically the anger is an expectation. Whenever we feel that disappointment, there's a standard expectation behind it. And so here's some questions, okay? What were you expecting from either them or yourself? What were you expecting from either them or yourself? Why did you feel disappointed? Was it because you failed to perform or others weren't performing the way you wanted? And is it realistic? Was it realistic, your expectations back then? You know, I've, I've talked with so many people who grew up in families where there was type of physical or verbal abuse. And another common thing is when a parent would be abusive towards one kid and the other siblings would try to intervene, but they couldn't because they were either too little or they were afraid of themselves. And they said, I wish I could have helped that person. There was kind of this survivor's guilt that you didn't do enough as a child. But the reality is you were a child. You had limited tools. You had limited understanding about what was going on and how to process it. So I want to ask you, are you putting too much burden on yourself as to what you could have done back then thinking about one particular client where the father was extremely verbally abusive towards all the kids and I want you to think about it this way was the person who is inflicting the pain were they were they in the right mind and oftentimes that the parent or whoever who was abusive was alcoholic or addicted to drugs or a gambler or some type of issue you sick people are typically hurting other people. Hurt people hurt people. And so I want you to understand that perhaps you're not looking at things from a clear objective standpoint. So these questions will help you clarify. Okay. And now going forward, what do you want from yourself? What do you want from your life? Okay. How is the anger helping you? For some of us, the anger is quote unquote helping us because it helps us to prevent us dealing with issues that are uncomfortable. And if you're not comfortable dealing with it, then that means that you either need more tools or more support so that you can be able to understand who you are. Now, I know I, I talk about this to some extent an amazing attitude, but this is really more of a one-on-one thing because for a lot of us, we're trying to do this as a solo act, listen to this podcast, for for example, and thinking this is a solution within itself. This is my dear just cracking at the door. I'm not even blowing the door wide, wide open because there's so much to be discussed. For a lot of us, there's layers upon layers upon layers of pain and fear and worry that keeps us angry. And the anger is saying, I don't understand this. The anger says, why did it happen? The anger says, I want it better and different. And the reality is, it's not always that way, my dear. But we can work to reconcile those 
uncomfortable feelings. So while you may not be able to change it, while you may not be able to change other people then or heck even now, okay, you can live in the satisfaction of knowing that you are living the best version of your life. And isn't that an amazing thing that you can live the best version of your life right now without feeling as if you owe someone anything? I know I do. I know I want to live a life where I'm not being captive to feelings of resentment and irritation and feeling I need to condemn everyone who's not doing things the way I want it. Gosh darn it. (laughs) We deserve to live our best life and that starts by dropping the drama and dropping the anger and I'm hoping that as you listen to this you'll be able to seek that clarity so that the anger is not ruling over your life and trust me I've known clients who have dealt with this in their 50s and 60s and 70s and just gosh darn it that's hard versus if you were in your 20s and your 30s or your 40s deal with it now because it will get easier, okay? So let's kind of recap the things that we talked about because I know I just went through a lot in a short amount of time. First and foremost, I just want to say that the anger is so destructive to your system. You know, that release of cortisol can link to so many problems, cancers, anxieties, depression, so much things your body is literally can get sick from the thoughts in your mind, okay? And oftentimes we're thinking things that are weren't, even practical or realistic we maybe were too young or we lacked the skills or perhaps we were dealing with people who were also mentally ill maybe we're expecting things and not being able to communicate them i don't know there's so many things that's going on and i want you to understand that it is not a simple one-size-fits-all solution. I know there's so many books out there about anger and anxiety and all this stuff, but I want to say that for me and what has worked for other clients is understanding how we thought so that we can make better decisions today, okay? And we can make peace with others and ourselves so that we can live a better life. So my question for you is, What have you learned? What are you planning on doing? Are you going to be able to journal a little bit more? Or are you going to reach out and contact me? Are you going to take amazing attitude? I don't know what you're going to do. But you have to do something and believe that there are solutions for you. And we don't have to sit and ruminate in sadness. There are options. All right. Well, that is it. If you like this podcast, make sure that you share it with somebody else and make sure that you understand that you're not alone. There are other people who are working through these issues. And so part of the reason why we feel anger is because there's a lot of guilt and there's a lot of shame. And I want to let you know that just the fact that you're listening to this says that you want better for yourself. So do better for yourself by taking action, whatever that action looks like. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. Take care and be awesome.